2: Hello, Egg Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. Back in the rugby dungeon once again after round three of the Premiership and the... Round four? Round four, sorry. Mm. And the ultimate rugby champion... Whatever. United. Oh, United Rugby Championship. And, um, and loads of other rugby stories going on in the week when there's never not some sort of controversy or argument mm. or rift. So we've got that to go through, um, standard. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed, please do. Uh, and uh, you can leave a comment. That's one way you can help. If you enjoy the podcast as well, and we are here 52 weeks of the year, um, you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Chasers. Thanks to the uh, new sign-ups, you will be getting gif- your own podcast. You will be gifted with your uh, well, hopefully two yeah. extra podcasts. Um, technical glitch. Technical glitch means you'll you get two in one go. You'll get Acast a, a and a Patreon can't
1: get their stuff together. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's like uh, it's like Apple and Sony. It's yeah, just um, we'll we'll get them. We'll mediate and get them working well <laughs> together, and then yeah, you'll get you'll get your extra podcast there. But Patreon dot com forward slash Egg Chasers. Um,
0: Phil, how you doing? I'm good, thank you, Tim. Yeah, very good. You're looking very smart today. Very smart. Just, uh, well, just threw it on, did you? Well, I, do you know what? I've I've been going through clothes
2: lately, and I've started not wearing. I think I've got to an age in my life where I've, I've, I'm stopped. I'm not. I'm only wearing sort of sporty gear when I'm doing sporty activities. Mm. And I'm starting. I'm almost like dressing properly more of the time now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I've gone the other way. Uh, this is. I have two looks. This is one of them, which is basically shorts and t-shirt. I say most, 90% of my time is in this. And then the other 10%, I wear a jacket.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's literally I, I, it.
2: I, I, I think it might just be that I'm missing wearing actual clothes. Um, like proper smart clothes a lot of the time, so I'm just doing it a bit more.
1: Yeah. Now, we all commented before the podcast on your new boots. They're very, very smart. Mm. No one paid any attention to my new nanos, though. Did... D- Nice. What, what are nanos? Nanos? Oh, they're this a uh, CrossFit brand. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're used <laughs> for jumping on, bo- jumping on boxes and whatnot. We need to get the bell back so we can... <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> uh, I've it? got it. I've got it. somewhere. Um, I know find it's, somewhere. Find it here, it's somewhere. Obviously it's somewhere. Yeah, I, I've seen it recently. Yeah,
2: cool. Um, now, Phil, I, I, before you arrived, I was just having a little chat with uh, JB's wife, Layla, who, um, well, she gave, gave me a little tip off of something we should ask JB. Rugby related. Oh, yeah. Well, the first question was did you play a game this weekend jb i
1: did play a game this weekend <laughs> i did play a game i played on one of the best fields i have ever ever played on it was incredible it's an amazing ground isn't it yeah which ground which ground huddersfield oh wow
2: how did you end up in Huddersfield? i assume you're in north wales no i was in a
1: farmhouse with film stag- a stag do thing no, 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 it was couples.
0: C- couples weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like
1: about how many? About eight, eight or nine different couples? and they no, with kids? With babies? God, no. No. There was sixteen or seven, 16 or 17 couples. Yeah. Wow. So, they were all doing that. Wonderful. And then in the, in the morning, they're like, oh, should we go for a walk? One thing I can't bear is walking. And the, <laughs> the one thing I can't bear even more than walking is walking in large groups. So, I can, I'm looking out the window, I can see them milling around the car park area. But, you know, when, like, nothing's happening, everyone's waiting for someone else to take the lead, and they're waiting for someone else to come back in, and when they do go for this walk, you know, it's going to be at the slowest pace of the slowest individual, and I thought, no, I'm get on my phone, go on the RFU club finder, see what clubs are around, phone them up, and then play. So, I phoned up uh, one club who didn't have a game, and the next nearest club was Huddersfield, so I phoned them up and said, do you have any lower league, uh, lower, lower, lower level teams playing? Their, their A-team was out, so I uh, said, I've got no care, and, by the way, fair play to them for letting me play. Because when the phone goes, if i got a phone call saying, yeah, I'm a, th- I'm a 37-year-old on holiday, I can play wing or prop. I, <laughs> I go, no, sorry, mate, we're full. We're absolutely full. Absolutely full. <laughs> so I got a start at 12 and it was delightful. Great, great bunch of boys. That's what rugby's all about. Right, can I tell you another story no, about but what, the game? The, oh, other,
2: the other question I got, told to, I got told by Lena to ask is, ask JB what the referee said to him. <laughs> oh,
1: yes, I forgot that. Yeah, so. Oh, uh,
0: what a You've told, I don't want to talk about you've it. You've told Leela to ask Tim I, to I plant the seed so you talk can talk about, about this. I don't want to talk
1: about it. I'll tell you about that in a sec, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, this is amazing, right? This is one of the reasons I love playing rugby so much. So, I, I played for this uh, A team. And against us, we're playing the Halifax Vandals. Now, Halifax used to be a great club. Mm. Surely they still are a great club, you know, actually, the fa- like the fabric of the place. But they're not the team that they once were. So they've come down... is George Ford part of the world, Halifax? No, no it's, it's, th- Well, it, it is. He went to school in Rishworth, didn't, didn't he? So, that's... Uh, oh, he's more Bolton, isn't he? It's down the um, road. Oldham, uh, Oldham. Yeah, Oldham, sorry. Oldham. Anyway, anyway, yeah,
0: Rishworth is, like, Brian, just outside yeah, yeah. of Huddersfield. Brian Moore was Halifax, wasn't he, originally? He might have been. Charlie Hodgson would have been. I thought Charlie from was somewhere else, not Halifax. I could be wrong. I
1: don't know that. where he plays rugby, but he's definitely from Halifax. Okay. So, playing Halifax. And on the wing, uh, and the, I, I've got to be careful how I say this, because, well, no, I'm just going to say it. On the wing, there was a guy, and he looked about 12 years old. And I don't mean, you know, I'm not saying that's a joke. He literally looked about 12 years old. And I'm thinking, this isn't safe. So he goes into in one... Um, contact. He gets absolutely wiped out. I'm like, this is whoever this lad is. He's not old enough to play. He can't. This 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 shouldn't be going ahead. So afterwards, uh, I spoke to their team. and I was like, well, tell me about your winger. What's his story? Expecting to say, yeah, it's the four. It's the son of one of the one of the lads or some such thing. Turns out he's just got a condition where he's just not developed. So he's about 22 years old and he's still playing. And I thought that is absolutely amazing incredible that's courage that is unbelievable
0: courage fair play to
1: odd i was like oh okay so he's about he's got as much right to want to want to write himself off and enjoy this game as i have but i couldn't believe it i could not believe it and that's why it's an awesome game so if anyone's got that excuse like i don't know maybe you know you're too busy doing your blog and therefore you say you can't play (laughs) it it, 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 it isn't it isn't an excuse if you love the game anyone can play it anyone can play it fantastic it is awesome Now what did the referee say what to you? What did the ref say to you? <sighs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I made a raw. Th- I, I, I made a tackle. Uh, you know, I didn't think it was anything special at the time, and the ref pulled me aside and said, uh, "Not, not at this level, mate. <laughs> tackle too hard. You put in a big hit. Ta- ta- tackle too hard. <laughs> uh, I thought you
2: were going to say because I've had this before when I uh, played a game. I, I had the ref with a little wink go. Let the boys play.
1: <laughs> 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 nice, nice, nice. Now, I'll, now here's here's another bit of trivia for you. I didn't have any boots, didn't have any kit, so I showed up. Huddersfield looked um, looked look after me brilliantly. I wore the boots of a current England international, but who? Mm. You've got three guesses.
2: So it was some boots that were donated to the club. I'm guessing. Nope. By someone. No.
1: Nope. Someone handed me these hand, handed me these boots.
2: Current England international. What did you say? They played.
1: Yeah. They play today.
2: Are oh, they played today? Okay. Um, all right. I will go with Ali Crossdale. Incorrect. No, he's not even in an international. Um, he's
0: been in one of the shadow squad or one of the squads in and around the squad.
2: But Gabrielle gray
1: Ooh, incorrect. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Tim. You're not going to get it. Okay, so I'm on. not going to continue. Her name is Bridget Parry. <laughs> who played today for I think England under 18s with with size what feet I, <laughs> I had to squeeze into these boots but it didn't really matter so um squeeze in, in into boots ended up breaking them because obviously my feet were too too, too big <laughs> I thought hey I've not worn England international boots before wow so there you go another and the first Shoot. I do love that a rugby club did that uh, yeah. I,
2: it's so you to to pick up the phone and go and ask and, um, I hate walking that much
1: to <laughs> go and find a rugby game to be honest the walk was just an excuse I would have done it anyway I'd have found a different excuse <laughs> do you regret not going yourself Phil?
0: no I was quite happy I, I played um, played softball for a couple of hours on the, on the lawn of the not farmhouse not for me thank you that was good fun yeah I've seen you in the batting cages in uh, pretty in, impressive in, isn't it? Pretty in impressive. Japan in Tokyo so maybe it was best you sat that one
1: out yep So, yeah, that that was my rugby this weekend. Mm.
2: Uh, Wonderful. Right. So, Eddie Jones, I don't know what day it is this week, but he's going to name his England squad. In fact, I think all the international squads for the Autumn Internationals will will get named. question is, should he, will he, would you make significant changes from his training squad? And would you bring back in some of the guys that he left out, like Jamie George, Billy Vinopola, Mako Vinopola, George Ford, Elliot Daly... Which of those, if any, would you bring back in, and anyone else <clears> that you think should or could or will oh, be included? Oh,
1: it's such a difficult question, because once you've sort of let the cat out of the bag, let the genie out of the bottle, or whatever the other uh, phrase may, uh, may be, it's very hard to sort of get it back, mm. back in. Just looking at this weekend and looking across the first of Premiership Games, he's got Marcus Smith in there, he's not got George Ford in there. It used to be the case, you've got to drop someone to bring someone in. Now it's the case he's got to drop Marcus Smith to bring in George Ford, I don't think even Eddie would be brave enough. I think he'll
0: have them both in the squad. I think they both might be, but I think one if thing that we will see is I think the this, the first autumn squad that got announced three weeks ago, whenever it was, that was 45 men. He normally has between about 30 and 35, so I think point. there'll be quite a few. And it, All three of the front row positions, he was stacked four deep in all three positions, so like you had Trevor Davidson, Joe Hayes, Will Stewart and Kyle Sinclair in the tight end position. You're probably only going to see three of them. You're probably only going to see three hookers and you're probably only going to see three loose heads. So there'll be there'll be guys cut from the squad that won't make an enormous amount of difference. Yeah. Whether someone like Mako, who obviously... Mako and Jamie George, British and Irish Lions, in the summer, huge number of England caps, enormous amount of experience, do they get back in?
1: I don't know. I am not certain. No, I'm not. I think it's difficult. Um, did the... he do
2: this on the, just? Did he do this on the last World Cup cycle? Was it? I've, I've got. I've got a feeling in my mind that it, this was the the one two autumns out from the World Cup that he there was did, a... did his turnover of players.
1: This is what. This is where, this is where yeah. Haskell
2: Haskell was in in the summer. Gone in the autumn, yeah. And who was the other that was Dylan little, Hartley? Or, went Dylan out Hartley. Rob Shaw, went Rob out, Shaw. Yeah. That's the one. I yeah. mean, Dylan
1: Hartley and Haskell, to be fair, are almost certainly more injury, yeah. I think both else. of those were, but he
2: evolved his back row. There were certain yeah. areas on the field where he he changed his back row. and I think we're looking at well, I mean, what areas of the pitch do you think if he was going to have a try to turn it over and identify and change, what do you reckon it'll be? Because
1: Ten is clearly one. Well, I don't think we know, I, and I tell you why. I don't think we know because we don't know what Gleason has planned, and then you can't really say, well, if Gleason wants, I don't even know what Gleason thinks about rugby. I can extrapolate from watching Wasps. Do you think it will be that Gleason
2: decides and Eddie Jones says, okay, I'll pick you some players to do that, or do you think Eddie Jones says, I want to do this, make it happen? I've
0: got no idea, Gleason. and I'd love to know. I think it's, I think it's probably more of the latter, but not, not entirely i think it'd be more of eddie jones setting the blueprint gleason uh, deliver on this map deliver on this this plan
1: yeah i don't know i but i guess if you look at wasps you can have an idea of what he might want to do and then you look at eddie jones and they're two very different plans aren't they so i honestly have no idea which is not a great bit of analysis so one thing i'm looking forward to is the battle for fullback
0: because because obviously um we've had elliot daly ...in the past. With mixed success, I, I would say, I think he's a class player, whether full is his best position, I'm not sure. Anthony Watson's been there, but again, I, I'm certain his best position is not full-back. Um, you had George Furbank, who's back in the squad playing well, but after a period of not playing particularly well. Freddie Stewart, Freddie Stewart looks great. And Max Malins is such a good, accomplished yeah. runner that tr- that
2: well that and the not the, yeah. oh my goodness, that was but filthy yeah.
0: some of his running he he seems to be going slowly and he 's just accelerating away from He's like he's got this like lolloping um stride to him that makes him look like he 's effortlessly running and actually not very quick, but he 's just beating people. he oh, 's exceptional he's awesome. Yeah, so that, that's going to be really interesting battles to see who gets that
1: that starting fifteen shirt. Yeah, I think it should be Stewart. I think occasionally there's one player who just stands out above everyone else. It doesn't matter what style you're going to be playing, you want that player because he's so good. I do think Stewart is probably getting. He, getting, he has got though. Direction. He has
2: got that quality where you could imagine him in another year's time, or come the next World Cup,
1: going first name you write down on a team sheet. Yeah, mm. and then it lets you, lets you play. Daily and Watson on the wings, and they're ace. I mean, they look. They've gone from some okay at uh, uh, back three positioning to absolutely brilliant because you've got two wings with lots of fullback experience plus a great fullback. And Johnny Me
0: should still be in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, he was one of the other ones that was out of the squad. And I think squad? that. No, could... he no, no, he was in. It, he wasn't was he? in. Yeah, back in the squad. I think he was out over the summer. That's right. But he came back in in the autumn. Squad. He was out over the summer without the Lions in. Yeah, like George Ford was as well, wasn't he? Yeah, interesting. They rested a few of their senior guys.
2: The other one is the the other position which will be very interesting. I think I agree with you. Fullbacks, one to watch. Ten, I think we're going to see the natural turnover. Yeah. And, and nine. Number eight.
0: Oh, what about nine? Eight and nine, I think are, are eight, very eight, interesting. Because nine, nine, Ben Youngs was in the squad. I'm not sure if I'd have Ben Youngs. I mean, Randall is electric. Uh, Raf, Rafi is
1: electric. And Dan Robson is playing some lovely yeah. rugby. So a few thoughts on those guys. I think Randall's stock has fallen dramatically he, the last he few weeks in Bristol. He was brilliant for the first 20 minutes. Yeah. But you think about the Bath game and his box kicking and whatnot, and you just mm. think, Eddie's not going to pick him. He's just not going to pick him because he hates those sort of unforced errors. Uh, ben Youngs gives him what he wants in terms of box kicking. Rafi is, I think, the next guy who will go to England, and I think the book is written on Rob Shaw and it's right, been Robson, closed. Sorry, uh, yeah, sorry. Well, Robson. I
2: mean, he's had plenty of opportunities to use Robson, and never has. Doesn't like him. He, not, yeah. he doesn't seem to like him. I don't think Robson gets the credit for his all-round game.
1: I completely agree with that. Yeah, I, I think he's class. We were saying <laughs> just before um, you were Phil, that he just doesn't, one of the reasons he probably doesn't get enough credit is because English teams aren't very nine-centric. Nine, nine if he's mm-hmm. a French nine, mm-hmm. he'd be right up there. Or a Northern Irish nine. Indeed.
0: Northern Irish. Oh. Yes, quite. With, with uh, obviously, Pienaar set in the mould, Cooney, and then Nathan Doak. I don't know if you've seen yeah. him recently. Not heard of him. Looking good. He scored two tries this weekend against your beloved Benetton. Did we win? Uh, no. Oh. Good.
2: Bonus
1: I'm, point. I'm, I'm glad I missed it. Bonus point win for us. Heartbreak. And, um, num-
2: and number eight, eight. Billy, Billy Vanapola was yep. out of the squad, but yep. has been playing really well for Saracens. Billy's He's bad. obviously taken the message. Yeah. Uh, but Alex Donbrant's just out of this world good, and Sam Simmons is Sam Simmons.
1: Yeah, uh, at least you've got three very different options there. They are. There's things there to be said for that. So which not...
2: option would you pick at international level? Uh...
1: I'd like, if it could be possible to combine all three, because that's kind of what <laughs> we'd like to do, isn't it? Six, seven, and eight. It's, yeah, it's kind of like the, whole, the old Harlequins hooker problem. <laughs> like, we've all got the constituents of one great hooker, but they're across three players. Probably, and it's a bit of a retrograde decision, I would go with Billy, pr- uh, tried and tested. But Don Brandt's making one hell of a case for himself. The, the yeah, question yeah. is about Don Brandt, does he just pick moments... Whereas, yeah, you know, Billy will go out there and make make something happen. I don't Force think Dombrant. Yeah, I don't think Dombrant does that yet.
0: I, and my, the other question. So I I probably would pick Brunt, certainly based on the squad that we had. I would start Brunt at eight. The, the squad, the forty five man squad from a few weeks ago. I would start Dombrandt at eight. I'd ha- actually be very tempted to be playing or at least have on the bench Sam Simmons because mm. of his explosivity. And he does offer something different.
1: Weirdly, I'd say Don Brant and Sam Simmons are more similar to each other than Don Brant and Billy. Yes, albeit Don Brant and Billy physically are more similar. Yeah, fl- Dom Brant's big man is... who plays like a small man. Yeah, your flankers
2: yeah. are likely to be Courtney Laws and Tom Curry. Beasts.
0: Yeah, absolute, absolute beasts. Work
2: rate. Or under. They can ball carry. Because Underhill. Underhill is going to be like, there or a bad thereabouts.
0: Bad team,
1: he he has been. He's been great as well. I wouldn't bring Underhill in, you know. So you could have, I you could have. W- he does so much uh, work. The, rate. the reason why. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of the reason. I just think international... It, no, it no, just well, goes harder and harder and harder no, and breaks. I guess my point is, like, so you go Underhill and
2: Curry or Curry and Underhill or Laws and Curry or Laws and Underhill, whatever combination of those two you have uh, on your flanks out of those three players, there's work rate. There is so much work rate. And I think that's actually how you unleash Alex Dombrant because then he does have that licence to, yeah. to, to just... Use that natural ability that he's got to read a game and arrive at the right place at the right time. And he's got a knack of doing that, which is... You can't coach that.
1: No. Nope. So,
0: nope. so just some back rules that we've not mentioned who were in the 45-man squad. Lewis Ludlum? No, Low Ludlum. 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 And Ludlum. Yeah. Ludlum and Ludlum. Ludlum is Northampton. Get rid now. of them both because yeah. they're just yeah. confusing. Yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. Too confusing. And I, I, think, I think they're not quite at the level of some of the other guys we've spoken about. Then two guys that I really like... That will, in two or three years, be t- two or three years time, be pushing for a start in the sixth jersey, jersey which is Ted Hill and George Martin, yes. who are both big boys. They can do that, um like five and a half, six role because they're so big.
1: Martin strikes me as the natural heir for
0: Courtney Laws. Yeah, 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 I think I think either one of those two, Ted Hill or George Martin, could yeah. do that. Um, the other two that we not mentioned, Callum Chick was in the squad, mm. okay, uh, and Jack Kenningham was in the squad. Oh, he is interesting. He, he is an interesting character, yeah. So they, not they've quite got a few yet. options, yeah. I, and I do think I look at that and I'd say Martin Hill, Kenningham,
1: in two three years' time they will be really pushing. It's, it's the Same problem again, isn't it? You've got these three excellent back rows and not one. I mean, if one of them was an out-and-out eight, you'd be, you know, you'd be laughing. Do you, do you, in some respects, this sounds ridiculous, but in
2: some respects has Eddie Jones got an incredibly hard job? Because there's so little to choose between them. You could have such different chemistry between any combination of three out of all of those names. If you are Wayne Pivak, it's so easy to pick your team. <laughs> Well, except make, for the back row. Well, back row might, back, be, might yeah. be the only place The back row yeah. is the only places like that. Yeah. yeah it's
1: because so easy, and they if, have if, to play together. If you're, Gregor,
2: if you're Gregor Townsend, and you have three of those guys, you're like, brilliant, I've got my pack row <laughs> sorted. Great. Exactly. <laughs> Next job.
1: <laughs> That's a good point point. And then they can Play together Get to know each other Then they form the chemistry And before you know it You've got one, you've got one hell of a team um,
0: One other interesting position Will be 12 Because obviously I, I think Marcus Smith Is going to be the starting 10 Yep Fazz is the captain So that means that Faz is going to be playing From 12 And then behind him You've got Tuolagi You've got Mark Atkinson Slade And Marchant Who are both
1: in good, now, good why? form like, How do you Why is Mark Atkinson there? That would be my...
2: I think Mark Atkinson might be there because they've looked at Marcus Smith and gone, he's had Andre Hazen outside him, and he's been incredible with Andre Hazen. Who's the most like Andre Hazen? We've got Mark Atkinson. Do you think... I I,
1: Well, he's a big boy. Good hands, big boy. I I think, look, the guy's 31. Uh, He plays in a certain way. And you don't bring a 31-year-old who does uh, the things that Mark Atkinson does... Without a plan to play, play him. That would that, that, be my thought. Because, you, you know, you, if he'd been there for the last two years, say, he might be one of the guys who you'd be turning over. So th- there must be a reason that, the, that they've brought him in, which is why I'm quite intrigued by what they do with him next. I hope they don't they, don't let him go. Because the extra creativity that he gives for Marcus Smith, that's the most creative midfield England have had for, well, probably since Wilkinson and Kat. Uh, just, just
2: uh, maybe I'll tie this. You can I'll tie this into the conversation. Yep. I'll say al- almost at the same time. I'll just say that Manu Tulangi is so good, but also is so unreliable that actually it will be such an easier job for an England coach when Manu Langi is no longer an option.
1: Yeah, yeah. turn yeah. the page on him. I'd say it, it is,
0: but it's it's a very hard thing to do. Mm. Lester Leicester should have done it for years, and it took the. The um, reduction of salary cap for them to get rid of them. Yeah, like that, that was the only
1: way they could. And look at do them it. now. Yeah, they're flying. Absolutely flying. Yeah, uh, Dan Kelly from Leicester is a guy who I think has been unlucky not to, not to get in the squad, the wider training squad. Um,
2: he had a bit of time in the summer, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but yeah, twelve will be interesting. Yeah,
0: a few a uh, few interesting choices there. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to
1: the autumn internationals. Yeah. I'm not very much. <laughs> you just like the Premiership. I just want the Premiership. I, the <laughs> Premiership at the moment is so good. I want it mainlined into my veins. It is Did, so good.
2: Has Dwayne van Marlin uh, played for Ulster yet?
1: No, because he's with South Africa. Oh, he's still
2: with South Africa. Why oh, are he still there?
0: Well, they, they'll be travelling. And they'll back, have to do two
2: weeks in Jersey, or because like they,
0: they're know. going into the autumn internationals. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, so, so some some guys have been
1: released. Um so, so Leicester Tigers were saying the other day, um that potentially they see their South Africans for one game. One game. So uh, depending on, you know, their uh, you know, if they need to rest them when they get back and whatnot. So they've made the decision they're not gonna rest them. Van Staden went straight on the bench this weekend, which is exactly the right thing to do. This is a nonsense. I know the pandemic messed a lot of things up. I just don't think teams can continue uh, and actually, they shouldn't continue losing players so much. The, the, the Premiership is such a great comp- competition. And it's going, on, it's going on going on for three weeks now. Four weeks. Four weeks, yeah. And it almost feels like it's a sort of sideshow that no one really talks about whilst we're gearing up for the next round of internationals. It should be the main event. It is. At, I would say some of the games that we watched this week, yeah, they're not the standard of international. But the excitement and the matchups are easily the equal of the internationals but this is just one of and
0: it's it's a problem that no one has found a solution to in the the unifying the global calendar so that you do miss fewer players but no one no one's found a solution because no one's willing to compromise like the, the pre- premier the premiership clubs and all of the other domestic clubs are not going to want to reduce the number of games they have because no. that directly impacts their revenue and the um, the unions are not going to want to reduce their, the number of games they have because selling out Twickenham brings in millions of pounds of revenue. Like, it, it's yeah. just, there is no, there's still no solution. And this week there was talk of, well, p- potentially an even more complicated scenario with the uh, the Bill Bill Beaumont mention from 2024 introducing the World Club Championship, I think it, I, I think it was, don't think it's got a full name
1: it's just another thing which i've invented and
2: And if you haven't heard about that the brief explanation of the world club championship is that once every four years from 2024 the year so every year after the world cup the heineken cup as it is now the european club cup will get to the quarterfinal stage and then will suddenly change to be the world club cup Yes. and there will there will be no winner crowned for the european cup every four years and instead, the top eight from the northern hemisphere will go, or from Europe, will go ahead against the top eight from the southern hemisphere.
0: Yeah, now, now that top eight from Europe would also include South Africa because they're eligible from 2023. Oh so like, then they'll be playing against. I, I assume, and I've not seen this written down anywhere,
1: they will then be playing against. Give me the 20-year plan, right? Give me the 20-year plan, right? <laughs> plan, and if it's like if this is consistent for 20 years, i mean but if it's like a one-year thing, we know what happens to competitions when you mess around, around with the formats. We know, we've seen it, uh, and basically it, it, it kills everything. So the European Cup is phenomenally successful. Mm-hmm. Well, it was in its old format. I'm not too, too sure about the new format, but fine. It, it's still a great competition. Yeah. The Heineken Cup. Please. Heineken Cup works. Yeah. Premiership works. Um, UFC... Uh, I mean, I think it can work I really think it can work But it needs to be consistent And the problem is It's been the Magnus League The Celtic League The the Pro 14 The Rabo Pro Direct 18 Or whatever it is Yeah, the Rainbow Cup The Rainbow Cup It's been been one league It's been two conferences It's now two conferences Plus some South Africans And it goes on and on On and on Nobody knows what they're watching It's it's incompetence To just carry on changing things the Premiership's easy because it's one table, you can look at the respective teams before they play, and you can get a good idea of where they are comparatively. And you you got, have you've, no got, idea you've got 100
2: years of rivalry in a lot of cases. Yeah,
1: you have no idea what you're watching in the UFC. Some franchise facing another franchise, one might be good, <laughs> one might not be. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm with you on
0: a lot of that. I think if you can get it right, if you can get the format right, the timings right, um, I think it could be pretty exciting. To, to do it every four oh, years, absolutely. it, it I, could I, be great. The principle I, I, is imagine, fantastic. Imagine Toulouse going against um, Crusaders. Yeah, uh, Toulouse would batter them. That would be but amazing. What's,
2: what's weird though is you go European. Let's look. Let's look down the years of the in thirty years' time. You go. Let's look back at the winners of the European yeah, Cup yeah. and there's holes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Every four
1: years. Yeah. But well, why did we dismantle this amazing competition? I mean, I, no, doesn't it devalue the, the, other the Heineken years. Cup other years? you've yeah. got an amazing competition
2: oh. and then you, you're messing about with something amazing yeah. ma- and this is and you say you said um, what's the 20 year plan um, and you were saying that as in, in terms of consistency that, do something for consistency yeah, yeah. but I would actually come okay. at that from another point of view what's the 20 year plan is like what's your overall objective because I don't think anyone is actually working to there's no CEO going that's our end point this is where we're getting to so let's work back from there I always think that
1: the end point is the Premiership. I mean, I really think that. Like, I look at the Premier League of football, and it's 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 a brilliant thing. It's a brilliant league. Yeah, but you could
2: you could be in charge of the Premiership, and you could go, our end game is global TV rights.
1: Global domination.
2: Glo- global domination. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, teams in China, India, whatever. You, that, that I'm not saying that could happen in 20 years. Oh, sorry,
1: TV rights in, in, or, or, in those. TV rights, States.
2: or uh, getting, um, and then from World Rugby's point of view, it could be having significant local club. Yeah. Uh, systems, infrastructure in those areas. Point being, is if that's your end point, then you work back from there. I actually think all they're doing is rearranging deck chairs. No, it's not Titanic going down, but they're just, they're tinkering with stuff. Oh, either, or, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, the yeah. sake of tinkering I with
1: I mean, it there are some worrying things going to on. To try and
2: turn a short-term profit.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there are some worrying things going on in rugby at the moment. More low, lower down the leagues. But I just think... And I'm sorry to sound like a broken record. You just look at the matches this, um, uh, this week. I think the product is fine, the pe- uh, people's ability to sell it is not fine, and that's what they've got. That's what they've got to work. And I can't understand how you can't sell that. I cannot understand how you cannot sell, sell that product. It is awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's got, was... I'm sure it's to do with uh, there's much uh, there's bigger wider things going on but in I, which we, we could, but the attendances yeah. are down currently.
1: Yeah, but I mean, look at Friday night's game. Yeah,
2: it's great. Yeah, Friday yeah, yeah. night's
1: game was absolutely mega. It was ridiculous. And it's, it's
0: more ridiculous because that's the second time that we've seen this exact game. Yeah. And it was... They knew like what a was once, coming. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime game <laughs> that's happened twice in the last six months. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah.
1: incredible. Yeah. Bristol gets 21 points. you right, boys. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again? Have you not learn what... what? It's, it's, it's incredible. And what happened with Bristol? Because Pat
2: Lamb said afterwards, yeah, we, we were great. And then we started kicking. He's done. <laughs>
1: He is absolutely... D- I said this as soon as he signed that contract... This seven, is seven more years. Seven more years of this <laughs> that we've got now. Seven more years. Uh, what gets me about Pat, Pat Lamb the most is uh, when he tries to do the, the detached, impartial, philosophical rugby, rugby supporter routine. Uh, and so what happened today, Pat? Well, yeah, it's just great. Two, um, two, two teams wanting to go out there and play rugby. No, tell me what went wrong. But he does this whole philosophy thing and it's nonsense. I... To, be, to be
0: fair, I would probably want to. I would not answer, be wanting to answer the question if I was in Pat Lamb's shoes. I, I want to talk about anything else other than that his team imploding
1: in that manner for the second time. He knows. The... He knows. He does not have the answer
2: for the second time in f- five games.
1: Yeah. Yes. say he knows yeah.
0: the answer. and he knows the answer is not him. And the only game, the only game they've won this season is against Bath,
1: who are bottom of the league. Yeah. I, so as I understand it, over in Bristol at the moment. It's not not particularly good atmosphere. Uh, the the days are getting longer and longer. The more they lose, the more they analyse. I'm watching, apparently, the whole game uh, as a squad, analysing it, which isn't really what premiership teams do. They usually cut it up and you do it in little, little sections. And just, I think there's pressure builds. They get more intense. They work hard. It's like a compounding thing. Mm. Um, there was some... Uh, yeah, it's a compounding thing. I was so
0: certain... I was sure that after that semi-final loss in the way that they, they lost, that they were going to correct themselves. That they were going to trust the process. They're on the on the right journey. They've got the right processes.
2: They won their thought, they won their European trophy. Let's not
0: forget. Yeah, after finish, that, finished yeah. finish no no before that before that. sorry, yeah, yeah. finished top of the, the regular season. I, I thought yeah they are going to regress to their mean, and their mean is very very good. Unfortunately, it looks like they're regressing to their mean and their mean is not so yeah. good. Well, Maybe this is where they are no. Okay, so
1: they are a good team and they do some really nice things. That said, how much video is there of them now? We all know what their patterns are. Pat Lamb has a thing that he does, but he needs a thing plus something more else. More things. Like, he needs to have a bit more Leicester Tigers ga- game game in them too. One of the things he said last season is that I know the team's doing well, not because we attack and we score, but because the defence ca- catches up with us. Their defence at the moment is absolutely garbage. That is the, That would be garbage. The, the most worrying thing.
2: They had one of the best defences in the Premiership last year.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that would be the, the most worrying thing it, ha- I, up from this game, I mean, was just how easily Quinns were finding the outside corners and just finding acres of space and no one tracking across from Bristol.
2: Quite, now, now listen, I, I don't know if it's a psychological group dynamic thing, but we we know from playing in rugby teams at whatever level when there is a little chink in the collective yep.
1: group and the unity that that is exposed in in defence defence is the first place that goes isn't it yeah. mm. every time it's the first place it goes and towards the end of that game they'd given up and that's that what Will a try
0: yeah that will Collier, Collier try i mean I is don't want to t-
2: you don't want to take it away from will Collier, because he, he's a tight class, will colley's incredible show, show him
0: <laughs> wheels <laughs> But, but that, that should never,
2: however, ever yeah. happen.
1: Yeah, it was, I mean, that's embarrassing. I mean, these are paid professionals, and there's obviously something psychologically wrong there. And I hate talking about psychology, because I think most of it's nonsense. But, <laughs> there is something going on there. Uh, they, they need to get on the base. They do. And, with Semi's gone, right? So, he's out for four months, allegedly. Uh, oh, by the way, I've heard that they're going to sign Ge- Geordie Barrett as short-term replacement. Mm. So, there's something for you. What? Yeah. Mm. So, m- watch watch this space. That would be a very handy signing. <laughs> that doesn't really fix your problem, does it? So if, you're, if your team is based around match winners and you need to have your match winners on, apparently their win rate with Samir Adirada is ridiculous. It goes, t- goes down 20% when like when, when he's not there. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And also, how must that squad be... What were the dynamics in that squad? There's nine guys on Mega Money, say, and everyone else is on... Peanuts. Yeah, 25 grand or something. Yeah. I mean, if you he- just count up the supposed numbers... And then you take away the t- two highest numbers because they'd be the of um marquee players. You've still got some mega earners in, in, in there. So, what, what's the re- what are what the rest of those boys being paid?
2: And is that what's is that the cause of the unrest? Uh, I wouldn't the, be happy with, with it. Mm.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but no. I just wouldn't be happy with it. Mm. You know, uh, I'm sure. You know, look at the front row uh, the, uh, this week. Front row is obviously a team endeavour. One of them is probably paid more than a half times more than the other two combined? <laughs> I
2: th- I think it could be quite a simple uh, solution. It's just that they've come in undercooked because they decided not to have any warm-up games. It could be quite feasible that they've come in undercooked and then when you lose and then you don't play well it's hard to correct when the games come week after week after week if there's, yeah. if there's one team that needed a bye week be Bristol it'd be Bristol
1: completely agree with that mm. completely agree with it um, now the game itself yeah. did you enjoy of chatting to Sinkler? <laughs> I loved uh, it uh, poking uh, him uh, in the chest because ultimately Sinclair left Quinns to go and win the win the title with Bristol that was nailed on right there's no two ways about it he was going to win the title and for Quinns to win it as uh, well must be a, a bit of a reality check there. Yeah. Massive. And then to get battered by them twice. To,
0: yeah, to get battered and in the scrum, Marlo
1: was
0: scrum engine is so good.
1: Yeah. He is so good. Uh, well, that's it, isn't it? Breakdown, set, uh, breakdown, set piece, defence. And then you, you can attack like Harlequins because their, their scrum is very good. Mm. Kerrod had a, a warm little wobble right at the start. I think, who was it? Was it Woolmore that started? On the other side, uh, Jan Thomas. Jan Thomas, sorry, Jan Thomas. Jan Thomas had a good first scrum, and then after that, it's pretty, it pretty much it. It's downhill from there.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, but so obviously we've spoken about uh, Bristol mostly negative, apart from they they finished some, those three tries early were great. They looked good. Randall looked good, mm. and then they just imploded. But Quinns started badly. And then
1: it's
0: like when um, Marcus Smith came onto the pitch. It was awesome. It was just like flipping a switch. Yeah. It was just they they had time, they had space. The decision making was immaculate. They were finding so much room on the on that corner of like outside thirteen uh, of the Bristol defence. They were just finding acres of space with two passes, one pass, crossfield kick, Esther Hazen through the middle, and then off. Like it just didn't. Everything they tried worked out brilliantly, and they they left a few tries out there as well. Incredibly, uh, they, they could have got some. They could have
1: they could have scored sixty or seventy points. Uh, not just how Marcus Smith played, but the actual process of bringing Marcus Smith on the field was pretty cool, because it was like watching some you know some rock star warm up, and then the crowd got absolutely <laughs> wild. <laughs> it was like a WWE entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got some class class players. Yeah, Ab- I'm still not class. convinced by them though. Like, even though they've just smashed Bristol, and they've won three out of four? Maybe four out of four. If, if
2: they a, did they not have a bye week, and so, so they won three out of three. They've
1: won three out of three. Have they? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah so okay. it's Leicester four out of four, and Quinn's three out I of three. I think they'll lose this or, weekend, though. Or unbeaten. Who've they got this weekend? Sale on Friday night. Mm. At the AJ Bell. I think Sale will, will... With, with McGinty
2: pound. and the Currys back.
1: Yeah, mm. so I think that's going to be that will make a, a difference. proposition which they're going to find hard to overcome. However, yeah, they would. You know, the solidness of that team all comes from their forwards, I, I think. And then but Marcus that, Smith can, wa- you know, weave his magic. And that's that's what gives me confidence that they they they're not going to
0: be flaky. They they this is the real deal because their set piece is so good. Their mm. scrum is awesome. Yeah, really and really- there <laughs> was talk was whether Scott Baldwin going. Obviously, he he was certainly in the um, the scrumaging. He's an essential hooker. Yeah. Whether he tied things together. And it seems like it's not him leaving is not really caused no, any issues
1: at the moment because their set piece is great. Where I think it's difficult for them and where it's hard to really judge them is what do they look like when they have to go f- deeper into the squad? So we've seen uh, Tommaso to Allen; he's looked pretty good so far. He's w- he's won them two two games. Yeah, yeah We've seen a few. We saw last year when Will Evans went down that Kenningham came in and he was Great, great. but. Teams have to deal with a lot more than that, and it's when those injuries and those unavailabilities start hitting them, what they're going to do then, and I think that's uh, their biggest problem. We're not going to know until midway through the season, but their Mm. first fifteen, of course, is excellent, but so is everyone's. Yeah, yeah. And whether whether they've got a proper replacement for Esther Hazen, I don't think you can replace
0: him because you've got what's the name, Paul Lasica, who's not really played Northmore. That no, Northmore's not like for like, is he? No, not he's like, like for like at all. He's 13 or um,
1: wing really. I think Esther Hazen's been so unique that I, I don't think there's anyone that could replace him. I mean, there's some people. I mean, like Manu could carry yeah. the ball, but he probably can't pass as well as Esther Hazen. We can't kick. or certainly can't kick as well as Esther Hazen. Yeah, Hazen's got an absolute cannon. You could
0: someone like Diolande or uh, Lau Mappi.
1: Yeah, would these be, guys would be, are rare. But they
0: are. Yeah, you're, you're talking about. like
1: four or five guys on the planet yeah. who are who are it, close to replacing Esther Hazen. Some might argue it would be overkill to have M- Lau Lao sitting on your bench just in yeah, case just in case Esther Hazen goes down. And just to point La- out, La- just point out <laughs> South Africa don't need him. No, they I don't know that uh, is ridiculous. I bet they I bet they'll reconsider that though. I th- I think they will do. D'Alande yeah. went down, I'm sure that he'd be getting a, a knock on his door. Yeah.
0: Well D'Alande and uh, Lucano Arm have just got such a solid, stable partnership, such a yeah. good mm. defensive partnership. Harlequin's good then. Are
1: we saying Harlequin's good? Very good. Bristol bad, Quinn's very, very good. Yeah. And the Premiership is so competitive as well. I, I mean, I've been a bit harsh in Bristol. The, the Premiership is so competitive, it will punish you if you are 5% off. And if mm. you're like Bristol at the moment and you're 15 20% off, good night. Mm. So, the other games. Uh, sale so played Gloucester?
0: Yeah, Gloucester. I was expecting a Sale win. Uh, Gloucester, much better than I was expecting. Is it, is it, LRZ.
1: It was yeah. a, yeah, LRZ. Match winner. Ridiculous. So the only game I got wrong this week was the last game of the week. So uh, you, you called Gloucester to win it? I did. Oh, once it. you saw the teams? Yeah, once you saw the What's teams. What's going on with selection at Sale? Yeah, well, this is an interesting question, isn't it? What is going on? I, I don't, the answer is I don't know. The, the official word is, It's rotation and I get you want to go deep into your squad and I get that's what Saracens used used to do and if you mention Saracens I'm sure no people will not be too appreciative because what Sale are doing is not a replica of Saracens but if you want to you know have an idea of where the ship might be uh, might be heading possibly look at what they did in the past I I don't know I don't think that Sale are yet good enough to really? earn the right to rotate is what I think I think the first 15 is good I think maybe you know, there's a lot of players that could come into the first 15 who are also good and can continue to win, to win games. And I also understand that there's un- unavailabilities. But I don't think it's right to say... I mean, you can't rotate to the point that, you know, you're on your third fly-half and then your fourth fly-half and your third scrum-half and then your fourth scrum-half. Because that's that's how... Well, actually, Rafi's probably the backup now. And you've got... Um, well, your centre partnership is
0: different to what it's been in the other games. I'm not just different... It, it looks nothing like yeah. the centre partnership. I um, Roan Yancy van Rensburg and Manu Tuolagi is a totally fundamentally different centre par- partnership than Luke James and Sam James.
1: Completely Like, like polar opposites.
2: Now, and when you think about the the fullback shirt has been worn by how many different people at Sale in the last.
1: Yeah, Six there's, months. there's some real questions I think, particularly uh, particularly at fullback. Now, the counter to all this is Sale lost with a lot of ro- rotated play, with a lot of rotated players, um, away, at, and it's close to Gloucester's yeah. first choice and scored 32 full, points, full first choice team. Yeah, it's, it's like the game last week when they lost to Ex- Exeter. There's a lot of people rotated in, and I I don't like the losing. I don't think they should be rotating in the Premiership. But ultimately, mm-hmm. at the end of this, I think they're going to have a load of battle hardened guys, and they're going to yeah, yeah. know exactly what they've got throughout the squad. And the problem with most squads is you have no idea how good your fourth-choice fly-half is. You just don't know mm-hmm. until you absolutely have to use him. Well, they've used him now, mm-hmm. and the rest of our squad will come b- back in. So it is... what was that then? Did you, see... Uh, Did you see a flash? Yeah, I saw a flash. Oh, well, let, let, let's... Oh, not... there's a poltergeist in oh. the dungeon. Let's not worry about it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they've earned the right to, to, to rotate. I don't think they're quite good enough to do that yet, and that's why they lost. But again, Gloucester went out went out and won the game. Yeah, and I thought Gloucester would do this because you look at that team and man for man I thought the backs are better, they've got enough ball carrying threat to keep Sale honest despite Sale's defence. Yeah. And Gloucester are a team who lose when they're playing well. They're hard ho- they're they're not like Bristol, right? So when you see Bristol lose, they've usually just given up. They just, oh you know, can't be bothered. I think uh, Skivingson's got this team playing, so first and foremost, they're hard-working. So you know you they don't get much, much out of them. So when they've got their full team out, not only will they be competitive, you know that those players will play up to their uh, capability. Although I will say, it looked like their fitness
0: was struggling, because if that game had gone on for an extra five minutes...
1: yeah. Sale were winning that. Oh.
2: Sale, well, Sale could have won. It was a, missed, it
0: was a, drop,
1: yeah. a couple
2: of missed kicks. Uh, can can I just say something about
1: Tom Tom Curtis? Yeah. So Tom Curtis is, I I was, I would have thought maybe a year ago Tom Curtis was the third choice Sale fly half, right? If you exclude uh, Sam James. I've heard uh, one of the academy coaches say that they, he's never seen him miss a kick, which is probably the cruelest thing which oh. I can think of when he misses that last, well, last second conversion. But yeah, apparently he's a phenomenal goal kicker, to the point that like, very few people have seen him miss. Well, we all have now, but yeah, he, that's he, such m- a shame. He missed the last two, didn't he? He missed oh, he the, two? the Gus War yeah. try on
0: 79 minutes, and then oh. it, in the 83rd minute, the, the Tommy Taylor crash over, he missed that. Yeah, well, don't judge him by that, because he is a much, much but, better player. And they were difficult kicks in very high-pressure situation yeah. to, to win the
1: game. <laughs> Yeah, well, they'll know exactly what they've got, and I think you know, the rotations will continue.
2: Well, it's good to see as well, because at this stage, every single team has had a... Ha, well, every team has had a, a good win. and some, some, uh Oh, yeah, so except Bath, Bath,
0: Bath and London Irish have not won. Bath, Bath and London Irish.
2: Oh, London Irish. Yeah. London Irish doing so, Irish things. What?
1: Oh, man, they had that game. thing is, though, it's not... Because everyone's beating everyone else losing right now is not the biggest deal if he well i don't know if you're, you're not uh, not winning is a big deal yeah if your aspirations are top four you can probably get away with like sales record at the moment it's not a disaster because uh, lots of people around you've lost it's a bit of a disaster for irish i've got to say it's yeah. not it's not good it's not mm, good at, at all no they're, they're just badly coached there's no other word for it pack of the year Back 2013, 2013, yeah. Yeah. They're, do you know they're only good when their players sort of sort it out themselves and they just go wild.
2: Well, George Ford did that again for Leicester. Just w- w- when the moment needed it, he just put his very calm,
1: George Ford head meticulous on,
2: meticulous George Ford head on, and went, "I've got this, boys," and took them home.
0: Three penalties in the last twenty minutes yeah. from uh, Irish errors, um, and that's that's all that does it. Uh, but it's not. It's Leicester grinding out ugly wins in when they're not playing particularly well, but they are grinding them out. Is
2: that four from four?
0: Four from four. four yeah, from top, four. I mean... top of the they're top of the table, but they've only got two um, try bonus points out out of the four. They games. They
2: will get better. They're not as good as that table as that table suggests.
1: Uh, yeah. What well, well, like Irish? Leicester. Yeah. I mean Irish. Irish bad. aren't as bad as the table suggests. No, far from it. I mean, yes, the Worcester the Worcester loss was an absolute shocker. They've had a draw against a team with, with top four aspirations. I think last week they were in like a couple of points. Were they not? Uh, it, was a, it was. I'm sure it was a much tighter game than. Yeah. yeah. And, and then and then this one, like they are. Yeah. They're not far they away. Could, they they could have won this game on a different day. Yeah. They've got good players. They just need to get a bit more organised. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. as for Leicester, I mean, I can't say enough good so, things about Steve Borthwick.
2: Again, so th- there are. There are several clubs, we've, we've talked about a bunch of them, and Irish would be one where you could imagine there might end up being a high turnover of players at the end of this season because they've got mm. lots of big-name players, slightly older, yeah. uh, from abroad. So, ooh, uh, so, briefly, what's going on? Can you summarise succinctly what's going on that means that... Because Rob Baxter's piped up about the agents thing and says, yeah. that a solution will, will be found at the moment agents are not coming to premiership clubs going i've got these players
1: yeah okay so this is what so, so so yeah summarize what is going on premiership clubs currently pay the fees of the agent so if you are 100,000 pounds worth of player and you pay you pay your agency fees at 5% the 5 grand that you pay comes direct from the club to the agent and you receive 95k take home pay
2: and that comes out of the salary cap
1: that comes out of the salary cap yeah so you know it's not a fr- it's not a freebie now they operated what was called the fifty-fifty rule, and that's an, uh, and that's coming from football. It's not a rugby thing; it's a football thing. Because when in doubt, rugby clubs do one thing, and that's, co- and that's copy, copy football. Mm-hmm. And football pay football would make the players pay half the agency fee, and they would pay the other half. And even if they paid the whole agency fee, it would be booked in as a benefit in kind. Does that make sense? Now the reason for that is they thought the agents would have to scour the planet, which is true in football. Like go to France, Italy, Spain, wherever to get a player. So they said, "Well, we'll pay half; you pay half." H M R C said, "No, you can't do that. Uh, you've got the players got to pay all the agency fees." We still good? Yeah. And that's what Premiership Rugby have said. Uh, they've said, "Well, because the fifty, because H uh, M R C have said the the player has to pay all the fees. The payer, the player now has to pay all the fees." But here is the thing, which they've not being completely truthful on, which is the, the club could still pay the agent, but then it gets booked as a benefit in kind to the player. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah bef- benefit in kind for tax, for HMRC purposes. Yeah, well.
2: yeah. so it, it, would go go on the, in, it would go on the income, even if the player didn't get the actual money, Yeah, would like, get taxed on that amount.
1: Yeah, like your company car or your yeah. health insurance or yeah. whatever it is, right? Yeah. So that's the that's situation they find themselves in. So why is this controversial? I think most of the reason it's controversial is because agents don't like the idea of having to harass their players for... To get their money. Yeah, for um, one twelfth of their 5% every month on yeah. a direct debit. And I can understand that. I can actually understand. You know, dealing with players is like herding cats. So I can I can get that. Pre- the other reason it's a bit controversial is because it looks like Premiership Rugby are trying to screw the players, but actually that isn't the case. They're just saying, you've got to pay your agents. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I don't think agents like it because... You know, if I have to pay 5% myself, I might look into exactly what they're doing for me. What is the <laughs> service? <laughs> it's a lot of money. So, gonna yeah, yeah. So, like the up- so
2: the upshot is, as it currently stands, agents are not picking up the phone to Premiership Clubs.
1: Right. Well, I would... Agents can only do this for... I mean, it's kind of like a hunger strike, isn't it? You yeah, can only yeah. do this for a certain amount of time before it becomes ineffective, because you're dead. <laughs> now, with well, agents... certainly it'll be the case where the players will go, hold on, I'm... I'm paying you. You're you're...
2: you're representing me and you're cutting off a huge potential
1: avenue. Because Dwayne Vermaulen could have gone to a premiership club and this is the reason he hasn't. This is the most stupid thing the agents have said, right? So they've said, well, we had Dwayne for Marlen and we decided to send him to Ulster because they pay us better. Well, who, who do you work for? And this is exactly the point the premiership clubs mm. are making. When you pay the agents, you'll make, you know, you'll make sure that they're doing, doing a good job. The agents have literally just proven the point. Agents do loads of good, good, good things, by, by the way. And I'm not just saying that. They really do. Like, they know the internal workings of the clubs. I'm not, un- I'm not anti-agent at all. You know, they've got to hawk their players around, you know, uh, it could be France or Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good stuff that, a- that st- stuff that, a- that agents do. But it, this example they've given of Dwayne Van it, it just it undoes all the good things that they do. They uh, should have come with the value that they bring to players. And you know. it sounds like, actually, players need
2: to get a bit savvier. And remember, uh, it, treat the agents like the service mm. that they are. That, yeah. that, as, hold on. If And if, if an agent is not picking up the phone and, and talking to as many potential suitors as possible, fire
1: them and get another agent. The only reason, or I think the main reason agents are not wanting this to happen is because they are a little unsure about the service, the service that they offer. They're a little unsure that they are providing the value that, that they think they are. And I think many of them are, but they need to learn to communicate it better. And the first agent that says, actually, this is awesome... Because now you can see, you, you can see what you pay me, and you can see what the services that I provide. Here is a list of, list of ben, uh, you know, beneficial services. They're going to make a killing. It, the first agents to realise that this is in their favour, um, because when you, if you give a better product, you might earn less per person, but you'll earn more overall. Mm. It's
2: you're, it's that thing you've you've talked about the the best way to the best and most efficient and. Uh, most productive way to spend money is spending your money on yourself yes
1: yes exactly <laughs> right this is a disaster for bad agents it's an for abs- bad agents exactly it, it's an absolute godsend for good agents yeah
2: and they f- and therefore potentially for players
1: yeah but the but, yeah exactly but the stupidity of the dwayne vermolin example yeah uh, yeah i mean i'm sure dwayne's delighted. delighted about it yeah, yeah. i'll take it yeah
0: it's, uh, not not available until christmas basically <laughs> <laughs> but Four hundred grand not
1: to be available to Christmas definitely European Cup. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I'm, I think I might be working that game in Belfast. Ooh. No. That would be nice. That's w- w- what date is that? Uh, 7th, hmm.
2: 17th of December, I want to say Friday night. Ooh, nice.
1: That will be a nice game. Nice. Yeah. There's something else I to say about agents, but it's escaping me. Sorry. So I'll leave come it. Come back. Come back to it later. Yeah. yeah fine. Is uh, it, it's my new point.
0: Did you? Did either of you see the Saracens game? Saracens Newcastle. I saw highlights. Yeah, interesting game. Um, Newcastle started. I, I I thought it was. Good, well, it was
2: kind of like the Bristol Queens game to a lesser degree.
0: Yeah, so it was far far lesser degree. Lesser degree. Obviously, the Maitland yellow card, um, yeah. which I, I think I uh, can't remember who was refing it, but I, I thought they handled that really well. I thought. The force was right. It could actually have been a red card, but there's mitigation because he ducked into it. Clocks a, a, an arm to the face. Um, dealt with perfectly, efficiently. Decision communicated well. Mm. And over that 10-minute period, New- Newcastle scored those two tries. And those two tries, the Mike Brown try,
1: Macaulay Napola just switches off. I've, just, I've not seen these tries. I've, I've only you not seen, seen it. No, I've only seen the Tim Swinson not try.
0: Yeah. The Max Malins, yeah, that, that Max Malins bit of skill was unbelievable. He's looking for the inside pass
1: to the left, and just the fingertips to like just push the ball a, with his fingertips yeah. is incredible. I, I was watching it with a friend of mine. Uh, I can't remember which one it was either, so Michael Ainsworth or it was uh, Simon. And as and as swinners we're, we're, uh, uh, I went over. Obviously, I got very, very excited. Schwitter. I said, I "Can you believe he was, he was going to, he was going to retire two years ago?" And at him scoring tries, <laughs> and then the replay showed him drop it, drop it. I was like, "Yeah, he should retire." I mean, years that ago. from Sh- Sean
0: Robinson wasn't it? Yeah, that was an, an incredible tackle.
1: To, yes, who really was
0: scoop him and roll him. But, but on a serious note, like, what was he thinking of retiring? I don't know. He's obviously but, very, very good still. Yeah, still good. And Saracens is the perfect team because he's got a huge amount of experience. And he, they just fit him into the system. Yeah. But the, the Saracens' um, system failed twice. For the for the Stevenson try, Don Morris just fell off a tackle and he goes in from 20 yards. Mm. The Mike Brown try,
1: what on earth? I did see the Don Morris one, sorry, yeah. I, I did see that. Uh, yeah, D- Don Morris missed tackle. So I thought he won't be playing for a long, long time after this. Yeah, well, the, the Mike Brown one is just
0: odd. Mike Brown, it's a, it's a rook f- five metres out from the try line, near the posts and Mike Brown runs this telegraphed unders line, and Mako Vinopola just drifts out and leaves mm. an enormous gap. And Mike Brown is just, he's all in red, he starts his, his run really early. Everyone on the, uh, Saracen's defensive line should have seen him and absolutely nailed him, and he just flops over the line because no one bothers. But they, they, Criminal. They got their act together after that, Saracen's yeah. did, and they got, importantly, a bonus point try with Billy Vanapola. On two Minutes.
1: He's really good. He's been playing really well. They've not even got Morrow yet. Yeah. marrow back yet. Hello. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts. Made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds.
0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Mauro and Elliot Daly. Is oh, hang on. Black and red. Is black and red a, a kick clash? <laughs> I don't think is so. Is this genuine? I don't think so.
0: Yes, it, it is. So pre- Premier League did it. I think last year. Right, yeah,
2: sorry. I I'm so, jump, I'm jumping in ahead. So there was a story this week the JB put in a WhatsApp group that red and green is going to be they're going to stop having teams play where one is in red and one is in green.
1: That's correct, yeah. That's correct. Because it's a color clash for people who are color bl- cool. color blind. Yes. I mean, okay. Um I mean I don't doubt it is. I don't doubt it's serious for those people but I'm not willing to change the game for them. So I think that's basically where where I sit. Look, I'm heavily dy- I'm heavily dyslexic, right? And quite often I can't read the names of players. In fact, quite often I say to Phil, Phil, read that name, right? It doesn't mean that I'm allowed to have the phonetic spellings of Fijian names underneath their actual name just so I can enjoy the game better. It also doesn't mean um, that I should want every player to have an anglicised name so I can understand st- st- uh, uh, understand the, the game better. I think it's one of those things that I, it affects a very small percentage of people. I just don't think. I just don't think we should be changing. I mean, by the logic of green clashing with red, how does any team in red play on a green pitch? <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: quite feasibly, in the not too distant future, Ireland and Wales will never play in their home jerseys yeah. against each other again. So ever.
1: What, so what I thought, right, was that I thought when said color clash, it'd be that horrific game that Scotland and the All Blacks played... Yeah. ...when they just look the same. That, to me, is a colour clash. But yeah. no, it's like... It's some colours on the spectrum are very hard for certain pe-
2: and, to, for people to see. And that's why when... Let's say when Wa- Wales play Ireland, quite often what will happen is... they'll have different coloured shorts and socks. Yeah. Um, that, that, that happens anyway. Yes. W- where what, one team might have white socks and the other team have coloured socks and... white shorts and... dark shorts or whatever... But, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like making such allowances do you, do you know for what? such tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny numbers of people who, as far as I'm aware, aren't making a big song and dance about
1: this issue. Well, allegedly, I've heard it's come from World Rugby, um, and it's championed by Bill Beaumont himself. Of all, mm-hmm. th- yeah. And there's a, does, not, it, is it, is, does this affect him? Maybe. I think that's I, certainly what I've the, the implication that I've got. Reading between the lines, I, the problem is right with rugby, and pretty much more all of society, particularly sport at the moment. Like such a, there's such a song and dance about so many things. It's very hard to decipher what is serious and what's not. So I feel like I might be falling into a trap here of actually downplaying the be- seriousness yes. of this because so many other things in the past have been so stupid yeah. that you know maybe it's maybe it's more serious serious than I think. But my initial thought is don't don't change it. Mm. Yeah, Phil. Yeah,
0: I, I I don't know. I I do have a a friend um, who I used to play rugby with, who's a nots Forest fan, who is colour and he does like when he, he watches a lot of football, um, very little rugby. But he does like if you watch in a game with him, he will often have to say, Yeah, which team's attacking which way? Yeah. Like, you, you, but it's that's the extent of it. No. Like, once once he knows for the r- remainder of the forty five minute half. He knows it's not a. Yeah, yeah, it's not that big. Uh, again, I might be downplaying the seriousness of this, but
2: no, I, I, have got a mate who is, and when we play snooker, he quite enough to say which one's the brown. Yeah, because <laughs> he yeah. can't tell the red, the red from the brown. Yeah, there you go. Um,
1: was what, one more thing I was gonna say on that? Yeah, I'll give you an example of what I was talk, talking about before. This player of the match thing. See, Andy Goo's getting absolutely hammered. Why can't I be man of the match? You know, everyone's going, you you know, gaming. You, you know, and whatnot. Classic culture stuff. But that's the sort of thing that I mean. There's so many things, so many trivial things in, in rugby, like the player of the match award now, that you don't, you sort of lose sight because they're so fast and loose with, you know, what is acceptable or what is inclusive or whatnot. You kind of lose sight of what might, might be important. So, I've gone from initial thought, will not change it if you come back to me with some further good evidence mm. i will i will listen yeah and that's as far, far as i'll go
0: yeah and i i don't actually know i don't know what percent of people this affects i think it's 12%, yeah.
1: 12 you know 12 percent seems nah. high I, i've nah. heard it's about 12 but yeah but that's a spectrum right yeah it's so sort of, so but it's like 50 percent of dyslexics I, but most of them are not dyslexic. i'm colorblind <laughs> yeah.
2: enough that i couldn't have been a pilot yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not ex- colourblind enough that I can't tell the difference between that Benetton jersey and that British and Irish Lions jersey that are behind you.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm saying. So, like, you'd be, you know, you'd be on a like, 10% spectrum. It's like dyslexics. Mm, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Apparently, uh, well, we used, used, used to be a fairly uh, exclusive club, but it seems everyone wants to be dyslexic now. But, yeah, every, you know, there's you know, varying degrees of severity, isn't there? there is, yes. Yeah, so I don't...
0: People who it would cause a si- significant issue to is that... 12 or is that one percent yeah or is that point, exactly one percent or is it one percent ten percent. i don't I, know yeah
2: to anyone who actually does uh, have an issue and a, and a drum they want to bang like you say I'm, I'm open to listening but i would say to any of those people whether it's um a, a logo of a club a um whether certain groups of people should be able to play with other certain groups of people mm. the colors of kits whatever this may be before you start banging that drum why don't you just look in the mirror and make sure you've got yourself sorted right i'm glad you mentioned and, this tim and then and then try and change the world once you've sorted yourself yeah. out change the world because th- there's there seems i don't to like,
1: be a... i don't like what you're saying tim and i'll tell you why <laughs> it goes back to um cheap psychological tricks. This trick was played on me plenty of times at Broughton Park. We used to have a coach and every time I had something to say about rugby and anything to say about rugby, I was like, Yeah, what about scrums? What 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 about the lineouts?" I Go up to him with a beer and go, Yeah, line can we do XYZ? And he turns around to me and go, Are you the fittest that you could be? No, did you do everything that you could do today to make the team win? Well, nearly, but could you do? But could you have done better? And it's such an open trap. And I always said, yeah. Well, you sort that out, and once you're there, you can come back and sort And I, I, bit, I took that every time. Until one day, uh, I was with a player, uh, one, my second row partner, and I was, don't answer that question. Don't allow him to ask a question to your question. Well, I go, so okay. that's why I don't like it. No, I hear what you're saying, but, but to, 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 come, to come back at it, when you said
2: that it, this has come from Bill Beaumont, that made me go, okay
1: well fix he, everything else first he yeah. no. not well he's yeah. uh, well
2: there's that for sure yeah. but i also went okay well let me look into this because he's bill beaumont and he's a man of serious substance and a high functioning individual who's achieved an incredible amount he has and if he's banging that drum actually he's probably earned the right for me to uh, to listen to him when you mm. just when you run a blog, don't play rugby. <laughs> yeah. um, why should I listen to what you say?
1: Exactly right. Exactly right.
2: That's kind of what I meant. Yeah, yeah that works. That works for me. <laughs> no, w- 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 works for me j- just fine. <laughs> there was a game today. Yes, there was a good one. Oh. I, mean, I, lo- I do love watching wasps. I, lo- I in, brackets, wasps. in brackets
0: at home. Yeah, yeah. I, I love watching Saints just. And I love watching them for the first 15 minutes or so today, and then not much after that first 15 minutes. They were terrible minutes. second half. They were awful, yeah. And they were... Lazy! L- they were inconsistent, and they were giving away so many penalties. I think they they gave away five or six penalties in the last 20 minutes, and that's what mm.
1: did it. That's what gave Wasps enough to win the game. The heads went down and soon, from from scrummaging, actually. About second or third scrum in the second half, the Saints' scrum gets battered. And then every time they have the ball, they don't get to breakdowns quick enough. And I tell you what wasps do so well, is they just bring energy to a situation. And if they can keep their energy levels up, they're all over your breakdown, mm. you know. So some might say that they like to swarm. <laughs> uh, but that's exactly what they do. They, they're really, really aggressive. Here's my theory on wasps. They are good because nobody knows anything about their players. <laughs> they get them in the championship, and like I, I still don't know who. I mean, I know who they are. I know their names, but they just seem to appear and be really good. Sam uh, Spink. Sam Spink would be one. Spinky. Um, uh, w- uh, what's his name? Hislop. Hislop, the prop. That's another one. W- w- Doncaster. Doncaster, and now he's just w- ruining uh, Northampton's scrum. Uh, so you know, Northampton has got plenty of names, and we know that they're a good team. I, uh, L- L- Bourgeois. I know he's been around for a long time, but you don't really think of him as as good as he is. He's
2: really good today.
1: It's class. Yeah, absolutely yeah. class.
0: Well, he's keeping little Jimmy on the bench, and he did did so most of last season. Uh, yeah,
1: the only one you go, yeah, that's a really world-class player there, would be uh, uh, Robson. Robson is and class. And obviously, uh, Fafita looks like he's decent. Fafita's a very good player. You know, Tom Cruise came from bloody Wilms, though, and then Macclesfield. Yeah. You know? and
2: Lee Blackett took him from Macclesfield to Rotherham. Yes. And then from Rotherham oh. to Wasps. Yeah, I'd they're... play for Lee
1: Blackett. I would as well, I'd love to, I, if, and I, if I did, I'd probably be really good, because that's what he does. I'm
2: sure, I'm sure he is a taskmaster, I think you have to be at that level, but he just seems, I don't know, I, 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 you just get the vibe that they absolutely love him, yeah. the he, players play for him.
1: He obviously makes really good personnel decisions and, and selection decisions, because it mm. took a, a lot of courage to go with Umanga back back in the day, mm. he got them to a premiership title basically playing kids. Um, Project final. What did I say? Title. title. Sorry, final. Yeah. Final. Yeah, uh, it's it's really impressive. And every year they get rid of people and you think, oh, that's going to be hard to replace, and they just replace them. Mm. Just some more guys show up.
2: Yeah. And they're missing. Let's not forget, they're missing some of the most important players. Tom Willis, my goodness me, he's getting, he's stepping up this season.
1: Yeah, massively. Tom, Tom Willis has is, is been brilliant. His, his brother's going to be quite a good, you know.
2: His <laughs> brother's <Tom's> all right. <laughs> uh, when uh, his brother gets back, he might be all right. And uh, Joe Launchbury. Where is he? Is he just injured?
0: Fekitoa.
1: Yeah. Fekitoa, yeah. Who's out for a while, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They just—they seem to know where to spend their money. They don't spend as much of it as other people, and they know where to get additional talent from. And when they turn it on, it looks brilliant. Like mm. that—that that shields to Rob Rob Robson try today was outstanding. I tell you, who's doing some good things? I so I obviously know
0: him because he was a Crusader, um, not Crusader, Hurricane even. Yeah. Um, to Margaret Allen. Yes. I think he's come on. So, I, I think he struggled massively. He's a big boy, but I think he struggled massively with Northern Hemisphere scrumming for his first
1: two years, probably, or 18 months, whatever it was. I think he's looking great now. So, his which blew my mind. Apparently, Tamar Allen played every single Premiership game last, last year. Really? Well, I mean, only the ones that Wasp's played. Um, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> In- including the one 20...
2: where he, he scored, he, he did some outrageous. Uh, breaks yeah and scored some awesome tries So
1: I was talking to someone about him and he was a he's a big money signing he's on you know he's on a a good whack and you're right a few years ago he was basically languishing in the A A team yeah yeah
0: because
1: he's
0: he's a big big bloke but I don't think he's he got scrummaging as much as he needed to in the premiership yeah it is obviously different to Super Rugby but yeah he's looking great and he's He's pretty mobile. He's got some
1: good skills. He's he's been winning quite a lot of turnovers So what's battered Northampton's day with a guy who doesn't know how to to scrummage. Yeah. A lad from Macclesfield and some recruit from Rotherham? Yeah. Brilliant. Basically. And and you wonder why people don't expect them to win. But they do. (laughs) But they do. (laughs) They do. Yeah. I'll tell you another one who I really like is uh, Tim Cardhill. I love how he plays. I think he's a very good player. Anyway, Mm -hmm. we can talk about Wasps for a long, long time. Well done, Wasps. Well done, Wasps. Very good.
0: I think Northampton losing uh, Matt Proctor early on. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's one of those. because Northampton, for whatever reason, they, their backline line was playing really flat mm-hmm. and um, bigger through an intercept to Via Fafita at one, one point. and they, they never seemed to correct it, but when Matt Proctor was on the park, he got he gave them an out when they were too flat in the back line because he will make yards through heavy yeah. traffic or, or around the outside. He was almost getting them out of not having the right structure in place, was playing too flat. As soon as he went off, they weren't able to get out of being too flat and they just they just looked
1: yeah, I can't sluggish and put my finger, staccato. Yeah, I can't quite put my finger on why Northampton were not good today. I mean, it looks to me like the basics were missing. Uh, the urgency to the breakdown would be the be the biggest one. When they're on form, when they're on fire, that back line is absolutely exceptional. It's probably the best back line without a heavy international presence because even mm. when you get rid of damn bigger, they can still play some really nice stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Grayson's awesome. Grace been good up to this point when he's been playing.
2: Um, we, we've had some correspondence through the week.
1: Yes,
0: we have. Mm, and you can
2: get in touch with us, eggchasers at gmail.com. Uh, I just saw this one from uh, Philip Atkinson, who's contacted us uh, Yeah, today. Is um, this, I, is in, the last hour, in the last hour. Uh, Philip Atkinson, oh, I don't know, he may, maybe I'll explain this, uh, but he said um, he's currently in France on holiday.
1: Oh yes, I've read this one.
2: And went to yesterday. Went to a new rug- rugby venue for him, the La Défense Arena.
1: Oh, exciting!
2: Um, he said he previously went to the Yves de Manoir before they moved to their new facility. Yeah, that that old stadium was dreadful. It was it. It was really bad. Uh, anyway, he's he went in okay, and fifteen euros he went to La Défense Arena
0: for. Wow! Wow!
1: Reasonable.
2: Uh, Thirteen quid. Uh, Racine played Perpignan. He was just um, full of praise for the, the, the whole event and, and the stadium. Great to hear. And um, also said, uh, as well as seeing Finn Russell, he saw the awesome name. And I, lo- I didn't know he was playing in France now. Perpignan have the Puma International, Geronimo de la Fuente.
0: Oh, do they? Okay. Nice. Yeah. That is nice.
2: And also in the name stakes, there was uh, Perpignan Samoan International, Pele Pele Genesis Mamea Lamalu.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is this, this is a, this is, a, this, is a, this is my co- this is my version of colour blindness Now, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. Got yeah.
0: only a narrow win for Russia ninety two. Yeah, seventeen fourteen. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I suspect if I watched more French league, I, I would absolutely love it. But I just don't have the, ma- the mental capacity or time to do so. I, I know.
0: And we sh- we should because um, there is always. It's, it, we've just finished. There's always the. Five past 8 kickoff on a Friday night. We should get the TV set up down there. For, yeah, we should do, actually. So we can put that on. And it's always a big game. This, this weekend was Stad versus
1: Claremont. 22-14 I always liked 14 five win o'clock. for Stad. I, or I used to like the five o'clock Sunday premiership kick, kick-off. That, that was always, always a good one.
2: Yeah. Have, have a bit of... Feedback. I hated working those games.
1: Yeah. A European Oh, Cup. no, 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 sorry. Not rugby. Oh, right. Pre, uh, Premier League. Oh, yes. But I yes. do like the Sunday in, in the Europeans, too. Heineken Cup uh, has
2: Sunday five o'clock, yeah. which is... Which, I mean, I, it's great for the viewers, when you're working in Exeter, and it's and five, five o'clock on a Sunday night, you're like...
1: Yeah, uh, <sighs> yeah it's a tough one, isn't it?
2: <laughs> but, but they fly back, don't they, <clears> Tim? <throat> well, not anymore. Oh, the, not? No, the, uh, fly B no longer do the Exeter to Manchester route.
1: How annoying, how annoying. Fly B no
2: longer exists. You've
0: got your G6, haven't you?
1: Yeah, you know, know, yeah. Your G, or your Golf Stream? Yeah. oh so uh, i know what you've been watching on uh, youtube this week tim this this could be a new feature you've been watching vir- virgin radio videos of think of people on your station um yes you have because my algorithm's changed <laughs> yes and i've also
2: yes that and i've also been watching <clears throat> videos of people restoring uh red wing boots old ah, Red boots. so, that, so i would have fallen for that being mine um, that, that that is, was uh, me. yeah that was me yeah got a pair of red ring boots and i just find it very cathartic watching watching guys who know about leather and stuff
1: just you've not heard about my shoes renovating no? shoes Have you heard about the shoes that i found you found on, on the, the street on yeah, the road yeah, yeah.
2: yeah you showed them to me i uh, got an email here from dark lupin uh, let's see what the actual proper name is just
0: just, just just on your shoes a few years ago um a friend of ours um had an old pair of boots that were in terrible condition and jb polished one of them oh, yeah. to a beautiful shine <laughs> and left the other one in its horrible old condition yeah the, <laughs> because what? he knew that the lad was too lazy to to polish yeah, it one had up. like
1: a mirror like a mirror shine toe and the other one looked like someone died in it <laughs> and then just handed them back took two hours to get that <laughs> uh,
2: so it, this is one of our australian listeners oh wonderful um who says you might be both interested and somewhat angry when you hear about our current rugby streaming options in australia He's been close to sending an email following various topics and podcasts, but after hearing about the terrible, fragmented, and, and costly options available to you, I felt compelled. Mm. So he, he remembers us commenting commenting on Fox Sports losing the broadcasting rights and uh, Super Rugby being on Stan. Mm. Uh, well, he says Stan Sport calls itself the home of rugby and is delivering, and the content that they get for their access and the price that they pay all games stream live, and then followed by replays in three formats: full replay, mini version, which is about 25 minutes, and highlights of five to eight minutes.
0: Which is what BT Sport do that very yeah. well. Actually, they do do that.
2: BT Sport do do that very well. Yeah. Uh, they sometimes include uh, man of the match Interviewed player of the match. Please come on. Come uh, on. So or we Star start
0: start of the match for Heineken Cup. Yeah. Uh,
2: but no, they 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 do that of Premiership games. I mean, in Australia, they do that of all Premiership. English Premiership games.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I guess I guess the footage exists, so why not? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just
0: looking at this list of everything that's available. So all Super Rugby matches, all English Premiership matches, all Six Nations, Rugby Championships slash Bledisloe, yeah. all Pro 14 Rainbow Rainbow Cup, yeah, U, Uf, all Uf, of it. UFC. This is what Australian subscribers
2: to Stan get. They get
0: they get or, all rugby. No, or, no Jap- wonder they're going off rugby. The Japanese top league. Um, all Lions matches, all the New Zealand provincial matches, all the Sevens games, all the women's Super Rugby, and pretty much all internationals. Hang on a minute. Um, the only thing there is not said is the top 14, I think. And they? how
2: much do you think they pay for that? All rugby. I mean, they also get Champions League... four squid a month. 10 dollars australian per month
1: now does that tell me that there's no market for rugby or there's a huge market for? oh no no
2: sorry he says um so 10 to 14 a month for the so in total 24 australian dollars a month and he watches every premiership match he can choose which ones to watch in full which one to watch as mini replays along with all other sport movies and tv series It it pains me to say that over the last few years the quality of the premiership has surpassed super rugby uh, I, I, I suspect, he says, I expect you might want to look into getting a VPN service and a Stan account. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I, you I pay your
1: BT Sports subscription. Pay your BT sports, sports subscription, absolutely. Someone's got to keep Tim in, you know, so in the style that he's accustomed. That's about, it's about 12 quid. Yeah. Uh, what? For all that, yeah. <laughs> Not bad, is it? Not bad. That is very handy. Uh, yeah, rugby's a strange one, because I don't think you can actually tell much about a game through the highlights. It's nice to know to watch. You actually have to watch the whole the whole game to understand what happened. Well,
2: well yeah. fin, Finn on that topic has got in touch and said, um, following your conversation about the highlights packages, uh, what can we do about getting them to stop putting together a four minute video highlights that mainly consist of players converting penalties? That
0: <laughs> <laughs> that drives me. That does drive me do you know, wild because you don't you don't get anything. It, there is on some of them it will be twenty seconds six times over of just a kicker stood there looking at the sticks. You don't get any f- feel yeah. for the game at I, all.
1: Yeah. You know, if you follow the logic, you say, yeah, okay, that's a big moment because you'd probably be better off doing like a three minute package of obviously the tries because they're important, and maybe through you know thirty seconds to a minute of someone like Flatman or Austin Healy explaining something in the breakdown or something which yeah. you know then makes a big difference. Well, actually makes a big difference.
0: Sorry. More important than seeing the the ball sail over the sticks is what was the penalty that caused it? What was the offence? Yeah, exactly. Is it, ha- is it hands in the rook? Is it not rolling away? Is it a high shot? Like, you'll you learn more about the game from where the, where the compound errors are that are causing the three points than just seeing a, a ball I don't over even the watch kicks.
1: When, when I'm watching on, <coughs> on replay, I just fast-forward through the kick yeah, yeah. to see if the points have appeared. Yeah, you don't... I've got a couple of years on YouTube. Do you remember Rugby Special? Not really. Uh, I don't uh... think I was, I'm probably not even into rugby then. No. My, when my, was my, it? My first rugby watching experience, as in the, the show, was the rugby club on Sky. Mark on a Garden Thursday school. night.
2: Yeah. I used to come back from rugby practice, Brilliant.
1: come back from rugby
2: practice on a Thursday night, watch rugby club. Super, superb show. It was great.
1: Uh, I never spoke about this before, but they used to interview sec- segments that never came back. So they had one se- a segment called The Dark Arts, and it was Dewey telling Stuart about sc- scrimmaging. And we never saw it again. That was it. The dark arts. He went through all the dark arts in like one in one episode. You must have
2: watched that, Phil, because you would have occasionally seen yourself on it because they did a championship section.
0: Uh, they yeah. Did, they? L- later though, t- times would have been different. But yeah, I'd watched some when I was when I was playing in that's like 2006 to
1: 2015. Yeah. So they did. Yeah, they did a championship section, and Oral went to the championship at the time. Two lads from Corn Bay made it into the oral Team: Gaswin and Patrick Leach. Who then played for Dragons?
2: Gaswin I played with him.
1: Oh yeah, and yeah. Manchester. Oh, yeah, of course. And yeah, Pat, so Pat Leach went to Manchester as well. Yeah, yeah they both did. Yeah, both did, yeah. Mm. And I would watch the whole thing just for that one clip, that <laughs> two-second <laughs> clip of oral. I'd, I'd <laughs> desperately try and see if I could see him, but I couldn't because that was a big deal then.
2: <laughs> but I used to love rugby special on a Sunday night, and I'd be devastated. And it was the times when you could never, you could never tell whether it was going to be on or not.
1: It was on most. It was on most Sundays,
2: but not all Sundays. And that Sunday night at six o'clock, when Ski Sunday finished and Rugby Special didn't come on, absolutely crushed.
1: Yeah, I, there was no there was no rhyme or reason to it, was there? No. There's no heads up or TV guide. Not happening this week. But occasionally
2: no. you tune in and you'd be like, today it was Leicester versus
1: Bath. Oh, get in. Yeah. Settling yes. for this one. Do you know why Miami Dolphins are big in the in in the UK? But, 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 but by the way, Ace Ventura. Huh? East Ventura. Like so,
2: American football became big in the UK in the 80s, and it was on Channel Four. Yeah, was it just that they were the best team well, yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah, like, Dan ran- Marino?
1: Well, that you said randomly, you know, you get Bath at Bath, um, Bath, Leicester, and that, and that was great. Well, apparently, the reason the Miami Dolphins are so well supported in the UK is because the time differences meant when Channel Four showed the live game the the best one they could find would be the would be the Miami Dolphins Ah. and then they also had Dan Marino and the kits look cool and, and so on and so forth and Ace Ventura and Ace Ventura 90s. yeah exa- exactly exactly the, the teams
2: that were really popular in the eighties American football when I picked the Jets because I liked the kit <laughs> stupidly um was <laughs> well, and we lost again this week back to losing yeah. you, um was everyone was into Washington Redskins. Wow. So when, what what was this? This is like '80s when it was on Channel Four, late '80s when it was right. on Channel Four. It was Washington Redskins, Miami Dolphins, Dallas Cowboys. Or Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys.
1: Troy Aikman's that da, da, Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Yeah,
2: John Elway, Broncos. Who, who was mm.
1: the who was the quarterback for the Redskins? Um,
2: I don't remember, but uh, the, the fridge was playing at Chicago, Chicago Bears. Who
1: was it? It was some guy. Perry. He got his leg broken by oh, yes. lt and i can't remember
2: who the heck, who, who it was oh which changed the whole um game like the the blindside movie starts with that doesn't it does it oh yeah yeah because you got, broke leg. You got, to, protect your, you got to protect your blindside yeah
1: it does who was the i can't remember i want to say sims but sims was the... and it was because there, there was
2: Mar- there was there uh, was a dan marino with the dolphins and it was what's his name with the san francisco 49ers Montana, Montana, and there was Elway with the Bronco, uh, with the uh, Broncos, Aitman with with the Cowboys. That was when uh, it became yeah. popular in the UK.
1: And little did they know they were they were just keeping the throne warm for Tom Brady, It mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was I'm better just, than uh, all of them combined. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
0: Um, before we finish, just speaking about broadcasting, uh, did any of you watch much of Ruby tonight this evening? None of it. No. So just uh, it's always a good program, but. Um, one of my one of my favourite things is looking out for misuse of the word literally, and Lawrence Lawrence Delalio was he was describing um, they were going back through some of the best tries in Premiership history. Okay. And Tom Wood scored a, a late winner against Leicester to win in a, the East Midlands derby.
1: Was this not the final? Uh the semi-final.
0: Might be the semi-final. The semi-final. And because it was in Franklin's Gardens. Yeah. And Lawrence Delalio described it as he, well. He said. When Tom Woods went over for that try, literally, the stadium lifted <laughs> up, the four stands lifted off the literally. ground, literally. Good
1: God. <laughs> Good God. (laughs) That was amazing, that try, though.
2: That was an amazing try. And for
1: Tom Wood to score it as well. Yeah. Yeah. One of my
2: favourite ever Premiership tries, I think it was a James Forrester try for Gloucester.
1: Now, was this the kick through against Bath? Yeah. Yeah. I loved that try. It was a great (laughs) try. Now, that was actually not a Premiership game, was it? Was that not a European Cup game? It might have been. I feel that was a fr- I feel it was a Sunday game. Uh,
2: my favourite premiership try might be Phil Vickery scoring an unbelievable 40 oh, like, metre yeah. sprint.
1: No, well, they showed one the other day on the Premiership Rugby Twitter account of the James Simpson Daniel try, yeah. where Ryan Lamb turns... It was yeah. inside out three times. Oh, no, it was James no, Simpson Daniel turned him, out. yeah, and it was... So who scored it was, was it? was it voice? Was it... Bitter?
0: I can't can't remember who scored, actually scored a bit. It was Simpson, it, oh. Simpson Daniel did all of the oh, work.
1: Oh, I know who it was. So it was it was Lamb. Inside centre was, um, the should have been England great, Anthony Allen. Yeah. So they had those two young lads coming through at the same time. And they were both playing at age 19 for Gloucester first team. That should have been their future. Then they had Simpson Daniel. The, was it James Bailey? Who was I think it group? might have been Bailey. And I can't remember who the other guy. Uh, James Bailey scored, I'm sure it was him. Mm. it's an incredible try yeah that was awesome
2: The, the liter- my favourite literally was um, Michael Owen no 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 someone talking about hold on who were they describing they might have been talking about it was Jamie Redknapp talking about Michael Owen and how quick he was back at Liverpool and he said Michael Owen <laughs> was literally a greyhound literally <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
1: that is quite good
0: my my favourite ever was, this is years and years ago, like, it must be nearly 15 years ago, when um, one of those stupid, um, not Britain's Got Talent, but one of those um, pop star um, X Factor talent contests, and they brought in a guest judge, and Simon Cowell, this, describing bringing in a je- um, guest judge, said, sometimes you just got to throw a cat amongst the pigeons, and that's literally what we're doing
1: here. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that. That's better TV than the TV he's actually making. <laughs> Massively. How many cats can you throw at how many groups of pigeons? Uh, is oh. Ben
2: Foden going to be on some reality show soon? Is he on Dancing Probably. on Ice? Something, Something like that.
1: Almost certainly. Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I don't know how Hugo got on. Anyone? I, I, could, I, I was think... away this weekend. I didn't Did watch he anything. He survive? um, survived, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Strictly scrum dancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very oh, good.
1: Very good, excellent. Thank God, I hadn't prepared for this uh, segment. But we've... he had he had long hair. It kind of what? suited, it kind of suited him. Did the Long he? hair. What was yeah. the what was the style
2: and what was the dress? Was he wearing was he wearing an extremely tight dress? No, it was, was top- really topless. Oh, well, that's more like Top-plus, it. Yeah, there we go. It
0: was movie night. Yeah, so that's was, why. Was it, was it Tarzan? I've, I've not. I've just seen like a few seconds. I of can the, imagine
2: Ugo going. Can I? Can I go topless this week? No, yeah. no, no. Just <laughs> save it. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, you can go topless.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to get, it, get up the picture now. And we, sh- we should really wrap this up. Yeah, oh, hang on. He, there he is. With his long hair.
2: Oh, good. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Looking good. Yeah. Good lad. Right, are we going to record a, a
1: Patreon special? Let's go and do a Patreon special. What? A strong performance from centre-slash-prop J, who was on loan from Broughton Park. No, I wasn't. I was on, <laughs> I was on loan from Toc H, courtesy <laughs> of Michael Ainsworth. What on earth? Tog H. talk H. What did, what did Mike Ainsworth have to do? So, Mike Ainsworth used to play at um, Oh, right, so you
2: name-dropped him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Oh, outstanding. Uh, well, yeah, well, I've quickly fixtures, fixtures next weekend.
0: Oh, yes. We yeah, have. Have, a
2: look. have we not missed a game?
0: Worcester, hammered Worcester. Extra
2: hammered
1: Worcester. Predictable. Extra doing extra things. I just want to say Sam
2: Simmons back, looking like Sam Simmons.
1: I did. I did say, give give Worcester three games to be good, and literally (laughs) on game four, you did absolutely, yeah. And we all said, extra,
2: don't panic about extra, they'll be fine.
1: Yes. By the way, trust the processes. Roy Sutherland, Scott Baldwin, Christian Judge. These are not bad players. Nope. And then you look through the rest of the team, and you understand exactly why they lost. Stade Francais beat Clermont. It's nice
2: having Stade Francais back in the top fourteen and being good.
1: It is, isn't it? And I must have missed this,
0: but Lau Mappi is playing for Stade Francais. What? Mm. They must have some cash as well, then. Love it.
2: Friday night's yes. a, a tasty game. We've got Ulster against the Lions, uh, and the Dragons against the Stormers.
0: Yeah. Um, so the the uh, UFC the um, Table is already predictably predictable in the fact that uh, everyone's lost the game apart from Munster, Leinster, and Ulster.
1: Righto. Right. So, okay. So. Uh,
2: but Sale will play Harlequins as well, which is a
0: tasty. I tasty am going to try match. and get
1: to this game. I cannot wait for it. The AJ Bill will be absolutely bouncing like it. It will be literally bouncing, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Sale will will put Harlequins to the sword.
2: Mm. AJ McGinty back, the Curry Boys back. I'm actually going to go for a home win.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is actually. Yeah, this is going to launch sales sell season though. Hmm. Give me a Quins win. You're, you're nuts. But I might, nuts. I may well change that one. I've got to remember this. Alex Anderson hates Harlequins. That's true. Like, like he won't say it, but he hates. Har- he <laughs> hates them. <laughs> like uh, during his post match, he didn't say. Uh, you know, they asked him like, "Well, you know, what do you, what do you think of the way that Quinns Quins played? <laughs> Don't understand it. Don't stand them as a club." <laughs> Don't know them as a club. Don't know Stoneman's club. Never have, never will. And that, and, and that was it. He hates Harlequins.
0: Ooh, so everyone's getting rested for this game. That's why he's rotating. Oh, yeah. I think, he's, I think he wants Harlequins dead.
2: <laughs> so, Saturday, Newcastle, Bristol. Newcastle.
0: Bristol. Really? Yeah. Away? No. Yeah, yeah, Bristol. Newcastle.
2: Um, I'm going to say Newcastle at home. It's
1: a tough place to go. They've got a hard pack. They have got a hard pack. They're a hard-working pack. Yeah. yeah. But plastic pitch, bears do do. They still do some things well. They do, and I just think it suits them. It, uh, it depends on the team, it depend on the weather. Yeah.
2: Uh, wasps v Exeter. Exeter.
1: Exeter.
2: Wasps at home, are
1: they? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Exeter. Yeah.
2: Uh, Worcester v Leicester.
1: Leicester 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 5 on the bounce Yeah, yeah.
2: Leicester 5 on the bounce as well so, uh, on, In the Premiership Oh no Any tasty games on the Saturday uh, The oh, Sunday.
0: Sunday Bath, Bath Saracens Bath v Saracens Bath, Bath are not getting the first win of the
1: season I tell you what Gloucester pick up a win against Irish, and they are looking good, considering we all thought they were going it's to be It's Skivington Bowl. Yep.
2: I, I said this last year, and it Sk- happened. Yeah,
1: Skivington Irish,
2: Ball. I said last year when Irish played Gloucester, Irish will be massively up for it, and will be really out to uh, put one over on Skivington, and they won it last year, and I'm going to call the same this year. It's going to be Saracens away win, and an Irish home win.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. On both, both um, counts. Yeah, Saracens Wow there's some good games ne- next week. When do when did Bath pick up their first
0: win? So they lose yeah, to Saracens. I I've, I've, I've said week 6 is what I had. They then lose they, got they l- then lose to Harlequins. Then they host Wasps which that could be it. That could be it on the 30th. But if they don't win then, then they travel they travel to Leicester the following week. Uh, so they're Let's not winning. They're not winning that.
2: Problem is, it's but autumn internationals. Oh no, Bath won't lose many players actually this time.
0: They'll lose a few. Yeah, not enormous. But they, they then travel. Uh, then they host Exeter Chiefs, so they're not winning that. So they might be if they don't beat Wasps at home, it'll be December
1: before they win a game. And Wasps are exactly the sort of team that w- that that will beat Bath. Exactly mm. the sort of team.
2: They pumped them at the wreck.
1: Yeah, they really Remember? did.
2: At Doggers,
0: Just uh, tearing <laughs> them
1: up. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, that's another player that was, we've got to come back. Doggers. Yep, what is,
1: what's the end game here at Bath? <laughs> well, I don't I don't get it. I just don't know, what are they are waiting for? They've got the squad to to, to, to push forward. Manag- they're they're going to convert the whole club to
0: a management consultancy. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> that's it. That's the end game.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've packed up the rugby thing, but we're very good at the management consultancy. <laughs>
2: There you go. Right. Uh, 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 contact eggchases at gmail.com. Patreon.com forward slash eggchases. He's at Moore on Twitter. We're at Rugby Podcast. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell your mates.
1: And let the boys play. Let the boys play. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.